how this this is and we recording yeah (laughs) okay what's up everybody what's up everybody thanks for joining us today it is tuesday um it is kobe kobe the late kobe bryant's birthday so i love that we're honoring him today being would have been 44 Um, today yep yep favorite favorite kobe game from both of you jay or just the moment that you love. I was in the building in 2001 in Arco Arena when he put 48 and 16 on them. It was the most amazing thing that I had seen live. And I had seen Jordan play live. I had seen yeah. Malone play. I had seen Stockton play. I had seen the Bad Boy Pistons play. I was in the building that afternoon in game four of the of the Western Conference semifinals in Arco Arena when he put 48 and 16 on him. I got a kid sitting next to me. He's with his father, and I'll never forget it for as long as I live. Kobe cracked a uh, probably a 16, 17-foot baseline jump shot. And this kid says, man, how does he do that? And I was like, that's a professional right there, young fella. That's what you're watching. So he was awesome. Oh, he was absolutely awesome. He was incredible. That was the best game that I'd ever seen him play. And I'd seen him play a number of different times. But that night, I mean, I'm sorry, that afternoon, that was the best game that I'd ever seen him play. He was awesome. What? Um, so, like, it's, it's hard because there's, there's, there's lit- thousands. I want to say a million, but that's exaggerating. There's thousands of moments, you know, from a, you know, pulling down the shades when we're at the same place in L.A. and him giving me a wink. Right. Or like, even a what's up, you know, those types of things that were just like, you know, I played it cool, but like inside I was like, ah, right. Like, yeah. Fan. Fan growing. Uh, yeah. You know, like it hey, was up. It was like, yeah, you know, I go tell my friends. Like, so, but like the best game I ever saw live was the 81 point game, which I wasn't even supposed oh, yeah. to do that. Right. Like I was living, I tell everyone the story. My, a friend of mine was a, uh, an agent, a uh, talent agent or casting director, excuse me, casting director for young and the restless big show and and i'm living in la and he's like hey your hometown team the raptors who are i believe below 500 at the time the lakers who weren't very i think they were at 500 maybe below five like they were like after kobe it was like smush parker and kwame brown days right i believe maybe chris yeah like it was bad (laughs) and and so he's like yeah and he's like hey like no one no one really wants to go to watch the raptors and 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 the lakers play i got you know good seats fifth row you want to go and i'm like uh, yeah yeah it's the hey, listen, it's lakers it's kobe it's the raptors i'm like hey you know any basketball game i'll go to but even in the back of my mind i'm like you know i gotta get up really early tomorrow i'm flying to portland like i was like eh. he's like come on just come man am i glad i went <laughs> am i glad i went so like that's the one that sticks out the most but there's yeah. so many like just <laughs> moments and sayings like you know, to like, this day, to this day, yeah. Tone, I'm still, I'm still, free, and I'm not a jealous person. I'm, I'm so much big up in people. I think that it's so dope when somebody does something, and I big them up. I am so green with envy that you were in the building that day, and I could. <laughs> oh, I, you know what I'm it is? It's one of those. But it's one of those. It's one of those. Like you were there, but you didn't. You don't realize what you saw. Yeah, yo, that's what it right? sounds yeah. like. You, you felt it like, afterwards. Hey, nah. You don't sound yeah. like you're making a big. I was in the building that night. <laughs> well, what are you told, talking I've about, Tom? I've told the story. He's had years to think about it. Let it sink in. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've also. I feel like. I feel like I've told it so many times, and it's just like you know, there's so many. There's so many moments of playoff right? games and game winners, and it's just yeah. Like it, honestly, you you felt like you don't realize what you saw, right? Like I can imagine like the people that were at that 
Wilt's 100 game. Um, <laughs> right? That they were just like, Quote. what did we see? Right? People who were yeah. just any of those things, you're just like, you're in awe. And then you look back, like now I watch it and I go, I can't believe that. Like it's more awestruck now. But like, you know, so many sayings from him, just you know, my, my son today, this would make me cry. I'm going to try not to. My son today, uh, he says, he was, we were talking about something. And I said, did you realize it was Kobe Bryant's birthday? And he's like, it is? You didn't tell me? And I said, yeah, it's the same day as your grandfather's. Um, um, so my, my father-in-law who passed away the year before the kids were born. So we actually never got to see the kids. And so same day, grandf- granddad and Kobe share the same birthday. Yeah. And he's like, Mamba out. And I just went, <laughs> I was like, dude, where did you see that? And he goes, oh, I saw the last video on this last game when he did the speech. He, he was watching it on YouTube. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like it, it, it got me emotional again. I'm like, okay, we can't talk. Yeah. And then I put this, uh, yeah, so I don't, I, you know, I wanted to give a minute to Kobe, but I don't want to talk about Kobe because um, yeah. I, I get like this and I don't like getting like this. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I mean, I think it's... Hold on, Haley. Do not, let him, do not let him off the hook with this. Yo, Tom, let him off the hook. Don't let him off the hook with this. Ain't no reason to feel a certain way about getting emotional about a guy like Kobe Bryant. Yeah. When Jordan retired, you and I both know in 2003, Jay was washed. Jay was over. He, as good as he was, Jay was over. I still wasn't ready to let him go, Tom. I'm still, I'm still the one that's Jay. You can't go. I'm not. Give me one more year, Jay. I'm not ready. And he had been in the league for 15 years at that point. I had seen Jordan since the fourth grade, and now he's telling me that, yo, you got to start watching this kid James. You got to start watching this kid Bryant. You got to start watching this guy Vince Carter. And I'm like, Jay, I'm not ready for you to go, man. And I'm ridiculously emotional about this. At that time, I'm and I'm a grown up, and I'm emotional about it at the time. I'm like, Jay. You can't leave yet, man. You can't leave me with these dudes. I don't know these guys. I know you, and I'm not ready to let you go. And I still think about it to this day, even though I got on James, even though I got on Vince Carter. I was so emotional when Jay left in 2003 because I wasn't ready. I grew up on Jay. I grew up on Doc, and I wasn't ready to see him go yet. And when he left, it was so hard on me because I'm thinking, what? I ain't never going to see nothing like that again. What, what the hell is this? I think, but I think that for me was easier because I'm a Laker fan and I was like, I told you that I've told you the story before. So sorry for those that are hearing it again. But like when I got hurt and was like told, Hey, you're never playing ball again. Right. You, you, you remember that day when it's like, you're done. Like, hold on, hold on. No more paychecks. I'm not getting paid to do what I love. I got to go find a real job. Right. And, and it was like, that was, it was the same year that, I always say the Lakers drafted Kobe, but that Charlotte drafted and traded Kobe because right. uh, everyone's got to correct me. Um, and so it was just like, okay, my Lakers got a new phenom that like, I couldn't relate to Shaq. Right. So it's like, <laughs> Man, who could though? No, exactly. <laughs> but I can relate a little bit to Kobe. I'm like, okay. Um, and I'm like, cool. That's, that's my guy, my team. We have a, like our, our, the next generation, my new magic. Right. right. Cause I, yeah. I just, magic had just, I don't know if you guys remember this magic had, just like hung him up um, again for the last time, like maybe six months before the draft or that season before the draft. So we were like this far away from seeing Magic, Kobe and Shaq together. Right? That's how yeah. we were this close. So, you know, so by the time Jay retired in 0203, whatever, 
I had seasons of Kobe. I was in. We were like, I was Michael who people people will laugh at that when they see how much I defend him sometimes, but I'm like, oh, Ma- Michael, I've told you this. I hated Michael Jordan in the nineties. He, he, he had my last championship run of my Lakers where it was ended by him. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I, I, I didn't like him. Um, and so it was just, yeah, it was just, I, I was, that's why it was easier for Jay had, but let's, let's think about it though. Had Jordan started to do all the things that Kobe, like Kobe was in the spotlight more after he retired had Jordan done that and then tragically passed, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Would be different, right? I would not have been able to handle. I, yeah. I would not have been able to handle it. I can tell you that right now. I, yeah. I, I would have been as, as emotional as you. I would have been a wreck. I, I can tell you right now. I would not have been able to handle it. I'm certain that I wouldn't. Have. I. It's it's funny because Kobe's the only one. Like I've had short, but I've I've talked to Michael Jordan. I've talked to Magic Johnson. I've had conversation with other guys. Kobe's the only one I couldn't do it with. And my, I know it's a long, my brother's sister's cousin, uncle's brother. My brother's wife's aunt is a facialist or whatever mm-hmm. the hell, a dermatologist. <laughs> she used to do Kobe Bryant's facials. And she would always okay. say, hey, you know, like if you just happen to be here the same day that he's here, like, uh, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. You know <laughs> yourself. You're like, I'll he's freeze. The only one. Yeah, he's the only one. Everybody yeah. else, no problem. Him? I don't know what it was. Couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Travis, uh, he said, I think it's insane how we can have such a passionate feeling for some people. We never even had a real personal relationship with him. But it's know. crazy. Like, like what you're saying, Jay, like you didn't know MJ like that, but never met him. You, never grew, met him. You, when you grow up with these people, this is how I am with like Steph, even like a LeBron a bit. It's like, what? I can't even imagine. I haven't come to that point where like, well, like D Wade was one of my favorite players, but like, I haven't come to that place where all like the guys I grew up watching retire, but you two have experienced that. And then yeah. on a whole nother level, like you said, Fluent, he passed away tragically. He had so many years left. He could have lived, but the way I like to think of it, and I'm sure, you know, his wife and hopefully his girls think about it is like, but the legacy and the life he did live was like so full of memories and hi. <laughs> Oh, she's so cute. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's so many what ifs, and we never know the time that will go. But I personally, Jay, I can't, I don't even know what I'm going to feel when Steph retires, when LeBron retires. And I never knew them, but it's just like we, we put so many hours into watching these guys and just knowing yeah. who they are. And they're inspiring, like, they're role models for us. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I'm not going to bore you, not bore you, but I'm not going to say the story again and we'll, we'll, we'll go. But, I, I've told Jay this story. That's why I'm not going to say, I don't know if you've heard it. Again, speaking to, to Travis's comment, right? I was in line getting, I, I remember this so, I remember the day so vividly because um, the Chicago Bears Twitter account had gotten hacked. Have you heard this story before? It got hacked and they had said, oh, they sold the team to this Arab oil prince. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? I woke up to, in the morning to that news. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And as the day progressed, yeah. it turned out that, okay, people had hacked and they had done this to a bunch of team sites that they had hacked into. So I'm thinking, okay, tw- Twitter's been hacked. We're going to hear a bunch of crazy stuff today. So I'm at the mall and I remember I had like some stuff for the kids. Like I'm at Old Navy with, a, with some stuff and I'm in line. And in our, we have like a fantasy football chat, Right. Um, and so like we're messaging, messaging. Can you believe what happened? Can you believe what happened? Can you believe what happened? Oh my God, helicopter crashed. And I went, mm-hmm. yeah, right. They're right. Like, yeah, sure. It's the more Twitter news. And then I see like 
everyone's like, Tone, like, I'm surprised you of all people are taking this so, so light. And I go, taking what? And then I, then I actually read, started reading it. And I'm like, it's not real. So again, I'm yeah. still in line. I look it up and I see that it's real. And, you know, Jay, I'm, you know, me and Jay, you've probably seen the pictures. We're about, we're about six, three. I'm like 270. So six foot three, 270, standing in line with these little kids' clothes, right? Crying, <laughs> just bawling. Yeah. Like, for a dude, that's not my friend. That's not my bro. Like, that's who crying. And the, and the lady's like, um, I'm like, just, just <laughs> I'll just give her the stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to pay and get out of here. It was so crazy. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. He was more than a basketball player. He was so many things on so many levels that it affected and impacted so many people. But, but it's a good, like, I like to think of him in a good light and, you know, not change opinions, like respect him in every way we talk about him and, um, you know, keep, keep his legacy living on. So No doubt. Um, I just want to say what's up to Trey Bowen in the chat. He said, I wish I could stay for the live. My guy, we record it. So you can come back, watch it, leave some comments. We're still mm-hmm. going to get to you. Um, but I feel it also somebody else. Uh, oh, Cameron. He said, I got school tomorrow, but I'm staying for the live. So we appreciate oh, you. Thanks, I'm glad you could be here. Um, so it's time to get more fluent with fluent. Unless Kobe was your, was kind of your... <laughs> Tommy. I have slimmed but, down. I'm down to 260. What? No, no. I, what no, someone in the about? comments says 270 flew oh. is big AF. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm down to 260. I'm working on it. Okay, okay. Good for you. Um, I didn't know he's built like that. Oh, yeah. I know. I, both I hide it with the so black. Tall. I hide it with the black shirts. Yeah. Uh, that is really funny. When Jay and I met up in Tampa, I was like, were you surprised when you saw each other? Like, were you expecting that? Just yeah, like the I, size I, I and height. So. I, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. I was surprised at how big his arms were, dude. Everyone in the picture was like, "Yo, chills, Diesel, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta hit the gym." <laughs> That's, when I started trimming down. That's when I started trimming down. We had already known. We, we had already known each other, and you know, oh, we had okay. talked about stuff like that up until the point that we met in uh, in Tampa. So, you know, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't surprised that, you know, how tall he was and stuff like that. That that wasn't really something that was and he knew that I was vegan and he knew that I Yeah, we we oh, we had, I didn't we even been, know that. We, we, yeah, yeah, we had been Oh, yeah, yeah, we did like a wow. someone had made him do like a fridge check. I'm like yeah. I'm sitting there going, "Hey, is vegan is vegan a good lifestyle?" Like, let me I was trying to find yeah. I'm oh, I'm curious. I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So, you yeah. knew each other for We knew and each other. Greek, so you know how Greeks are when it comes to food. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> That can't, that can't work you for me. Know bro. I, you know how you know how to, I, I I lived in Greece, so I know. Okay. Oh I yeah, that's what I forgot. Yeah, you know, if I didn't play bad, if I didn't play basketball, there's no way I could have stayed out there because I would have been. Yeah. I, I, I would have absolutely blew up because the, the the food over there is incredible. And so Greek good. people, they they when, when I say Greek people treat you good, Greek people treat you real good. So yeah, no question about that. I would have definitely blown up had I not. But me and Tom, we had already talked. Prior yeah. to us, it was yeah, it was months in the making, and because yeah. that thing was booked, because we had to get, like we, I was doing uh, something else there. I was doing um, uh, a trade show, and like we had, already, we had to book the yacht, you know, in advance. We had to do all that stuff so far in advance. So I was like, hey, this is the dates we're going to be there. Let's figure it out, right? Yeah, that was cool. I I, I like doing it. I, yeah. I like doing that. We got to do that yeah. again. That was dope. Yeah, I want I want to see more. Jill said, OG, you have to share your vegan recipe. So maybe you could start yeah. a vegan TikTok. Hello, Jillian, dear. How are you? That's my girl, Jillian. Word. Yep. Hello, Jillian, dear. How are you? Yeah. Jillian's our girl now. Yep. <laughs> we love Jill. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, we 
We always appreciate your comments, Joel. Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's let's get started because we have some stuff we need to get into. Um, so, Fluent, do you have a little segment you want to get us started uh, off with? I called today's Fluent segment, I told you so, because Kevin Durant wanted to leave and get traded, and Kyrie wanted an extension, and they told him no. Go look for a trade and no one wanted him. And the conversation all summer, where's Kyrie going? Is he going to the Lakers? Is he going? What about Kevin Durant? He's doubled down on his trade. You either fire those guys or I'm out of here. And what did I say the whole time? He's not, They're not going trade. anywhere. They're not going anywhere. KD is staying in Brooklyn. He's got four years on his deal. They had every right to go to the Lakers and say, yeah, sure. Give us LeBron and AD. Okay. And we'll do it. That's why the, the the offers were so ridiculous, right? Give us Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr., and five first-round draft picks. Are you crazy? Because they had no intention of trading. And when you have someone for four years, especially a guy like Kevin Durant, because let's not forget, you might not like Kevin Durant or what he does or what he has, you know, him going to the Warriors, he was a free agent, him going to Brooklyn. He was a free agent. Him requesting a trade. You might not like any of those things, but the one thing you cannot deny, love or hate Kevin Durant, he plays basketball. He is here to play basketball. And he's not going to miss training camp. He's not going to sit out. That's not who... He loves the game of basketball. So they knew that. They had all the cards. Now, maybe as a sign of good faith, they give a one-year extension to Kyrie to... Right? Because people are wondering, how are they going to get along? How, Listen, they might they might throw a couple bucks at his way and say, okay, we're going to give him a player option for another year, something. Because let's be honest, that's what KD wants. He just he wants to play with Kyrie, and he wants to make sure that his guys is set up, and that's what this is all about. And and I told you so. I told you he wasn't going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. And now, the good news is, if you're a Nets fan or a Kevin Durant fan, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant. And hopefully, and a full season of Kyrie Irving, at least 60 games, right? Because there's no COVID stuff to keep him out. And you trade the rest of that roster for a bunch of bigs, you're in pretty good shape. Because right now, they're looking pretty light up front. But that's a whole different conversation. But hey, um, KD's staying. I told you he was staying. Mm -hmm. And now you're more you fluent. Did. You did say that. Yes, well, I, this, I, I love being I right. Swore. <laughs> you, you are. I swore to myself I wasn't going to talk about the Nets. I didn't want to hear Ben Simmons come out of anybody's mouth. I didn't want to hear the Nets come out of anybody's mouth. But H, I think in general, H, yeah, H, yeah, yeah. Are you are you over it, H? Yes or no? Are, are <laughs> no. You over? Are you over, I'll never are, be over it. Are, are you over the Nets? Oh yeah. Every, are Absolutely. you over the Nets? Are you over there? Absolutely. I, I, I'm gonna let you get back to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been over it. I would have been over it. This. Listen, you know me. I told you two weeks ago. I'm done talking about them. But yeah. if it's pat myself on the back, I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Look, they're interesting to talk about. I, I, I love learning more. But here's the thing. It's just like they always let you down. They always let you down. And these people, the odds are going up. I think they're ranked third to fa third favorites to win uh, finals next season, blah, blah, blah. That's just how it goes. But here's the thing. It's just like we there's still so many of the same issues. They're in the people. The issues come with the people. So they don't just go away. So heading into next season, you still have Ben and who knows the question marks with him. You still have Kyrie and he's just a wild card in general. Love the guy, uh, but lost a lot of respect for him. And then you have KD who, like you said, fluent does come to work every time, but he's also very easily influenced by the people around him and how they act. So 
Jay, I kind of want to look at this from a few different angles. One being ownership. How do you think they handled it? One being the players themselves. Katie kind of, you know, did he take time to think about it? Do you like the way he handled it initially? And three, just the, how is this going to impact the league in general? Because is this setting some sort of like precedent, you know, heading into, you know, for the rest of the players that have been demanding mm-hmm. trades and so on and so yeah. forth? Mm-hmm. Is this kind of them finally putting their foot down and saying, no, we're, we're done. We're not allowing this to continue on. Well, we'll start with the ownership for KD to go over Mark's head and go to the owner suggests that number one, they have a relationship because you don't get to talk to the check writer. When you get to talk to the check writer, that means that he and I have had dinner. He and I have some sort of relationship and we've had it for quite a while. So for him to go to the owner and say, I want to be traded and for him and the owner to actually sit down and discuss this, and for it to not to get, it wasn't leaked. Let's make sure we clear. It wasn't like this was something that sort of kind of got out. They wanted this to get out. Listen, yeah. Kevin Durant requests to be traded. And he was serious about being traded. I don't think that it was a situation where he was trying to force their hand to get Kyrie Irving to get extended or anything like that. I think that he was serious about getting traded. Only the Nets knew that this isn't in our best interest to trade right. him. Right? This... When you're talking about a trade, we're talking about something that has to work, not just for you. This has to work for the both of us. So we're in, we're in year, we just finished year one of year five for KD. He's still got four more years left. This doesn't work in our favor to trade Kevin Durant. So this doesn't work in our favor right now. So we're going to have to get something that works for us. Now, I'm having a difficult time believing that of all the people that they that inquired about Kevin Durant, that they didn't get a call. Tone disagrees with this, but I'm having a difficult time believing that they didn't get a call where Mark sat down and said, you know what, I like this. Let's talk about this some more. Somebody called them with a good offer, and they had to say, let's talk about this some more. Well, they didn't, and the reason why they didn't is because they weren't serious about trading him because they didn't ah. think that they- that was my point, is that they had no intention of trading. So even if someone did come with a good offer, which it, happened, Tom, by the way, needed to be, it needed to be a ridiculous offer that would have right. ruined the other team and put Kevin Durant in a worse situation. Right. So with that being said, they made it clear that we're, we're, we're fielding offers and we're trying to figure out who's interested in him and what works best for us. When in reality, the price tag was so high that there was no way that they were really serious about trading him. So what I equated to tone is I equated to when Kawhi Leonard wanted to be traded from San Antonio. Well, the word was, was him going to the Lakers. Well, well, Greg Popovich goes, I, I need Anthony Davis. I want LeBron James and I want three threes. I'm not telling you that I'm not trading Kawhi Leonard. I'm just not giving them to you. That's all that that was. So the same idea is going on with Brooklyn. We're not saying that we're not trading them. You just, we're just not giving him to these guys. We're not giving him to these guys. And then it ultimately, sh- then it ultimately comes down to, well, who are we going to trade him to? There's nobody that we're really interested in trading him to. Now, to answer your second question, Haley, about the precedent that this sets, I think that once the collective bargaining agreement comes up, Tone, I think we're going to have a lockout. And one of the main reasons why we're going to have a lockout is because of things like this. These players that are player in, that that have player empowerment. And they do stuff like what Paul George did when he forced his way out of Oklahoma City or what James Harden did and these guys, what Ben Simmons did after signing a max deal. Now, what's going to happen is that 
they're going to ask for some of that money back because once again, you work in business tone. My brother works in business. And one of the things that he always reiterates to me more than anything, Jay, we got a contract. And if we have a contract, that contract needs to be honored. So not after one year, when you're in a four year deal, do you go, you know what? This isn't working. Well, you knew that last year before you signed the deal, there might be circumstances that come up that might change things, but ultimately not enough, where, not enough where you sign a max deal. And after one year, you're like, I'm out. No, yeah. that doesn't. But here's the thing to your point though, about that, the, the contract, when they bring up, well, look what, how Paul George got his way out so that he can go join Kawhi in LA. The counter to that is going to be, well, look at the nets. Look what they did. They held their ground and they got their guy to come back. So that's it's not, the system's not flawed. How they react, like that's what they that how you reacted was flaws. Uh, OKC, stick to your guns. Tell that's him no, you're not getting traded, or unless it's this crazy offer. And now, and now he doesn't go anywhere. You're in the power because you have that contract. That's the, right. Now the the counter to the other thing is, you know, you gotta you have to keep and play your contract. The, as a player, you're like, well, hold on, you can trade me whenever you want. So. Well, see, but the, and, and I'm glad you mentioned there's, that, Tom, because right? there's a balance. Well, well, that's the good thing about having contracts and having stipulations in a contract. You don't have to sign a five-year deal. You can sign a two-year deal with an opt-after one. You can sign a three-year deal with an opt-after two. When you sign a five-year deal, you're telling me that you are invested for the long term. When you yeah. sign that, when you sign a contract that long, and then when you want out after one season, that doesn't work, man. And ultimately, when we have a contract, the team does have the power. What is Kevin Durant going to do? Is he going to sit out? Tone, you've already made it clear. He's not going to do that. I don't believe he's going to do that anyway, simply because of, of the ball player that he is and how much he loves the game. Now, the thing that I'm thinking about the most is what is this going to look like going into training camp? Are we going to talk about how this team is going to get better? What is this team going to do to get better? No. You know what we're going to be? You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about. The fact that you guys asked to be traded in the offseason, the contract situation, that's all that's going to be. What has Ben Simmons How about mm -hmm. the fact that KD asked for the coach to get fired? How about, how about yeah. that Kyrie yeah. Irving said, let me see Kobe's MVP award? Like, there's a lot. Steve, so Nash, Steve Nash is probably a, a lame duck coach because if they don't come out winning, just like, I don't know, do they come out and lose and get him fired? Do they come out um, winning and then say, see? Like Let's talk about that. And, and to, to, to answer Haley's third question. So now how do we handle this team? Right? So yeah. when I look at the Brooklyn Nets, the first thing I think about tone is I think about your man, Kobe Bryant. Shaq got him in the 96, 97 season as a rook. took them four years to win it. Right. And in the process of them, in the process of that, they got, they lost in the semifinals in 97 to the, to the, to the jazz in five games, got swept, by Utah in the West Finals in 98 and got swept by San Antonio. Here's the thing, no tone. Shaq was in his prime. And when I say in his prime, he was developing. Kobe Bryant wasn't there yet. He was still developing. Now, same idea with Jay and Scottie Pippen. Jay got Scottie Pippen in year four, and they were advancing every year. Scottie Pippen was getting better until after year four, they ended up winning the NBA championship. We've seen the best of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is going into year 16 this season. Kyrie Irving is going into year 12. In the three years that they've been together, Tone, Kyrie Irving in, in the 1920 season played 20 games out the lineup. K 
KD missed the entire season because of an Achilles. The next season, KD misses half the season because of a hamstring. Kyrie Irving gets hurt in the playoffs. Then last year, KD gets hurt again. Kyrie Irving doesn't play because of COVID issues. What evidence are you guys giving me to suggest that this thing is going to be anything different? There is none that I've seen to suggest mm -hmm. because all you're doing is you're telling me that, okay, we're going to, we're going to exchange Ben Simmons and we're going to exchange James Harden for Ben Simmons. Even though if Ben Simmons would have played, maybe they get out of the first round. Maybe they don't get out of the first round. However, I still don't think this thing goes as far as it, as they intended it to go. So what evidence suggests that this is going to be anything different this season coming up? Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're right. Um, and a lot of that's going to come down to they probably should have hired Mark Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you think understand. He would have gone. <laughs> Absolutely, I don't. Mark I, just, I, don't I don't like a rookie. Really? Yes. I just don't like a rookie head coach with no coaching experience taking on a team that's at the you know uh -uh. it's idle or bust. Yeah. It rarely it has worked out. It rarely works out. Like even like people are going to say, well, what about Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse wasn't a rookie. Like he was a rookie head coach, but it's not like he had never coached before. Like he was a championship coach in minor leagues. He was an assistant with the team. He knew the players. He was running their defense already. Like he, all he did was he stepped up into the head coaching job. He there, right. Sure. Um, yeah. Nash had only been retired like what three, four right. years. Yeah. Four if, years. If, if you look at those, you know, even, you know, S S Miami had Spolstra, the Warriors, Steve Kerr might have been a, well, yeah, by the time they got KD, no, there's already, like, there's always, yeah. there's there's been a background of, with Nash, it was like, just, that was a, out of nowhere higher. You know, okay, he was a great player and all these other things. He wasn't a coach. It was just, it was weird for me to see that. And I like well, Steve Nash, it was just a weird fit. Also, yeah. too, Tom, when you talk about the Golden State Warriors, it wasn't championship or bust when Steve Kerr got the job. They were in the playoffs and right. they had lost yeah, yeah. San Antonio yeah, Spurs, but they, it wasn't next year like, yo, we either winning it or no, Steve Kerr comes in and he changes the offense. But to your point, but to your to your point, Haley, Mark Jackson would have taken that job just like that. Mm. If they would have offered that job to him, Mark Jackson would have absolutely taken to coach Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Oh, he would have taken that true. job. He, would he wouldn't take LA, right? Like I don't, I couldn't see him coaching in LA because I don't think Lakers. The, yeah, no, I, I think that was this off season. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I'm of course saying. not, because oh, this because oh, oh, that oh. roster that roster oh, 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 yeah. was a disaster. You don't <laughs> yeah, want to. You want no 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 oh. coach worth a damn wants that roster. You can't yeah. win because if you this the way it is right now, you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. If you yeah. win, people will go. Well, yeah, you had AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook. If you right. lose, which inevitably they're going to do, uh, you stink. Like it just yeah. there's it's a no win situation. Why would anyone well, yeah. want that? Well, well, wait a minute, Tone. Is that true? Because when I think about Mark Jackson being out of coaching for as long as he's been out of coaching, I think that he wants to get back in. Number mm -hmm. one, and number two, when I look at that roster to be able to coach LeBron James, to be able to coach Russell Westbrook, and to turn that thing around for him to be able to get on board and get those guys on his page, because he proved in Golden State, if you give me some time, I can turn this thing around and we can win. 
So I think Mark Jackson wanted in and the opportunity to get in with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, considering the season that they had the year before to be able to turn this thing around. If I could get with Russell Westbrook and I think that I could turn his game around, I think that I could get in LeBron James's ear and I think that I could get him to play better as well as Anthony Davis and to not just make the playoffs, but to make a run. I think Mark Jackson would have welcomed that. I think he would have. Maybe the year before. I don't know that after seeing what they did last year, I just, I don't. Like he saw no effort on defense, and that's why I think he would have taken the job, Tom, because I think he would have looked at it, and I think that he would have got it out of those guys. I think he would have welcomed yeah. that. Add that to the fact that we under we underrate how much Mark Jackson wants back in the game. As good as he is on TV, I really think that he wants to coach. Yeah, him. you can tell he's hungry to coach for can sure. You, can you? Because I, I feel yeah. like if he really wanted yeah. to, he would have. You think no, he's blackballed? Even, They're not letting him? Yeah, well, that's the problem, Tone. Who was who giving him an opportunity? And he's not going to coach college. He's a pro guy. He's not a college yeah. guy. That's who he is. Yeah. He's a pro guy. So because he's a pro guy, I'm not getting any opportunities in, in the pros. He's not going to coach college. So I'm going to stay on TV, which is where I'm really good. But if I get an opportunity, not only an opportunity, an opportunity that works really good for me, absolutely, I'll do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and uh, uh, Mark Jenkins in the comments said, "So hold on, if we're talking about finding Nash, do we really think that any other uh, any other coach could have gotten this team with injuries and personal issues to the Eastern Conference Finals or Finals?" And no, Mark, I, I don't think that's what we're saying. I I just think that Nash, just even in the hire. future, I don't think he he's going to be the best fit. Or but maybe he'll surprise us. I I don't know who could have been a better fit, but I think the issues go much deeper than the coach. I, I think the issues happen to be with the people as well. Um, but I just want to make a quick prediction so we can always come back to it. Jay, is Steve Nash going to be the coach for the next, for the entire 22, 22, No, season? I don't think so. No, I don't. I, I, I don't. I think well, that I'm, I'm, I'm I don't, I don't think he's going to make it to the all-star break, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Then I say he will. I okay. say he will go the whole season and the Nets in the NBA final. Oh, well, that's, that's, oh. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> it was at that's on record now. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. you did. Uh, All right, you guys, let's move on. That's enough yep. Nets talk for me. Um, That is way too much for me. Um, Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you're the I you're the one in charge. You should be you should be cutting it off. Yeah. Yeah, I should have like ten minutes ago. Um, okay. We're gonna skip my segment because I, I Toby was kind of what I wanted to touch on. So yeah. we are going to talk about NBA step back teams, teams that probably won't be as good this coming year as they were last season or the, even mm -hmm. the last few seasons. And honestly, I kind of went through all the NBA teams. Um, looking at, uh oh, who went? I don't know. Oh, no, no. It's oh, on amazing. Purpose. No, Tone, Tone is doing oh, this on purpose. Ooh, I was look ready. at you. I, I'm this, ready. Is part of, okay. this is part of the graphic. Yeah, this is, this is part Whoa. of the graphic. This is Tone nice. Is doing it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's just as you were saying, let's hey, break it down as by. You, as you were saying, H Boogie, I'm sorry. Well, I was just thinking, I kind of, I had kind of looked through them, but this is much easier. Eastern, let's start with the Eastern Conference. Let's kind of go yeah. through. Um, Fluent, why don't you give us kind of the ones that strike first for you that are like instant? Like, I really do think these are going to take a step back this season. All right. So, so what I wanted, what I was thinking was if we just maybe you run us through the teams 
Okay. And and let's let's just see who's going to take a yeah. step back. So right, we're not going to talk about I don't think really the the ones that didn't make the playoffs. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the ones that did make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's there's one in on the Western Conference that didn't make the playoffs that you might want to talk about. But um, well, okay, so let's. <laughs> I'm trying to put it so people can see it a little bit better. But there we yeah. go. I think you can see um, it. I think you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's start with the Eastern Conference. Miami, how are they going up or down? Uh, well, so Miami, Miami won and won. Miami was the number one seed in the East. Oh, they ended. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. So I'm, were. I'm going to say that they are going to take a not only take a step back, they're going to take a serious step back this season. I, I don't think they finish yeah. in the top four. Mm. I think that they still are a top four. I think they're still a top four, maybe even a top three seed. I mean, the top four seeds were basically tied. Top three, the top four seeds, three of the top four seeds were tied with a number two seed, and that's Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston. So, and I don't think Miami takes that big of a step back. I think that they brought back who did they who they needed to bring back. I look at Jimmy Butler. I look at I think Bam's going to be a lot better. The fact that he didn't get traded, I'm loving that. I think Bam's going to be better. I think Miami is at the top of the Eastern Conference again next year. I think they're a top three seed. They say it won. Oh, it's top three. Okay. I think they're a top uh, three seed. Okay. Um, Celtics. Yeah, you start with this one. What, what, are, uh, what are we expecting from them? I think that the Boston Celtics take a step up. I think that they're at the, I think that they're in the same spot that they're in next season, this season coming up. I think they're a top two seed. Um, I think, Jalen Brown, I think Jason Tatum, I think Robert Williams, that core, they might, they might have the best young core in the NBA. With the exception of Memphis, they might have the best yeah. young core in the NBA and the most pro, not only pro-ready, but the most championship-ready team of a young team is the Boston Celtics. And for them to go into Miami and win game seven on Miami's floor in the Eastern Conference Championship suggests to me that this team is ready to do it. And I think that they'll be right back at the top of the East. I have them as the number two seed behind Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. Okay. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) They'll probably win more games. I think they'll win more than 51 games this season. Mm -hmm. I think the Celtics as... You know, I said last year that I thought this year was the year they're going to make the final. So they did it a year early and they got better in the offseason. They did. So yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing obvious, always injury, but there's nothing barring injury that should stop this team from being the number one or where I'm, I'm with Jay, probably two C behind Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of got a taste of like the finest wine. Now they're going to go back and buy it and maybe win a finals next season. We'll see. Well, Tone, you said it. Tone, you said it about Boston because I, the way I feel about Boston, I mean, the way Tone feels about Boston this year is the way I feel about, I said this to Tone already, about my Mets in the 2015 season. The Boston Celtics are ahead of the curve. Tone had them winning. Tone had them in the NBA Finals next year. He got He had them ahead. I had my Mets in 2015. I had us challenging for the NL East division. I ain't have us in the World Series. We basically jumped the gun. So that's the same thing going on with Tone. When he talks yeah. about the Boston Celtics, so I can I can definitely get with that logic. Yep. Okay, uh, Philly. We got Joel Embiid and the crew. Harden is over there now as well. Fluent. How are we going to see them perform? Let's see. So I got one, two. Uh, they don't take a step back. They're around the same. That four or five. Oh, I skipped. I skipped Milwaukee. I skipped the Bucks. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't well, do that. I think, to be I, think we, I think we all agree. Milwaukee's oh, not taking a step and, back. And, and not, yeah, not, not, only, not, not only that. Not only that. Taking a step up. 
when Haley talked about the top ten players, you know who she left out? She did leave out not just only Joker. She left out Giannis. That's because he's the best player in the world. He's he's number one. He's above all right now. Even talk about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Are we going to forget the Greek? Never, 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 never. Yes, I think number one team next season. To answer your question, Haley, I think Milwaukee is at the top of the Eastern Conference next season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we agree. We we agree. And and then yeah, so Milwaukee so, one, Boston two, Philadelphia doesn't take a step back necessarily. Um, I think they'll be four or five. I think they'll be a better team because it looks like Harden's might actually come in in shape, uh, which is crazy. But I don't think it helps. Like they're not going to win more than that fifty kind of ish games. Well, I think also too, Tone, that we're going to have a Philadelphia team that we get to see James Harden and Joel Embiid for an entire season. We only got to see them half the season, yeah. and James Harden came in. And he came in amidst turmoil, so he basically forced his way out. So he had to get acclimated to the crew. It was we, we were already halfway through the season. Now we're going to see James Harden, who's going to be in better shape. Which, by the way, tone boils my blood that we actually have in this conversation about. <laughs> we have James to wait fifteen Harden. years for him to come what in. The, oh my goodness, this makes me nuts. The fact that we got to talk about this dude. Yo, did you see how good a shape James Harden was in? Kevin McHale told us seven years ago when James Harden showed up to camp out of shape, this is who this dude is. Only except he has been doing that, showing up to camp out of shape. Now all of a sudden, we're supposed to we're supposed to look at James Harden and go, yo, he's in shape. Watch out. I'm not emotional. Damn it. I'm, I'm, Tony, it makes me nuts that that. But wait, that this is wait. Did you see Scotty Barnes Ding him up in summer league? Oh, it looked oh. great. It looked great. It was beautiful. <laughs> look, look, absolutely great. I have Philly at number. F- I have Philly at four, but okay. I'm still. There's still a for the regular season. I have them at number four. Yes. Okay, so it's interesting because for both of you, I don't see the Nets creeping up at all. So that's that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, your your Toronto Raptors fluent. Where are we going to see them? Um. So. <sighs> The, the the only problem is I can't I want to say they're going to step up I don't think they're going to take a step back they basically brought back the exact same team they didn't get better they didn't get worse but I think their roles are going to be better in terms of their role there were some guys complaining OG Ananobi about you know his role in the system so I think their roles will be better defined mm-hmm. I think they're going to do some things like bringing Gary Trent Jr. off the bench, which I think is a brilliant idea because that dude's a bucket, right? So having a guy like that coming off the bench in kind of like that Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford kind of role where it's like, here, you got the second stringers, go to work, right? I think that's going to be great for their team. Scotty Barnes, clearly, like, I don't know if you saw him. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. He looks better. Like his arms look just, he looked so skinny last year. So I think I think the team as a whole is better. The only problem is, are they better than uh, Milwaukee? No. Are they better than Boston? No. Are they better than Philly? No. Are they better than we're going to talk about in a minute the net, the Nets who I have in that top four? So I actually do have them moving up. No. So are now are they better than Miami, Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland, and Charlotte? They're in that mix. So I think they're yeah. a better coach team. So that's why I say in that four, five, six, you know, five, that's where they, that's where they'll probably end up, mm-hmm. but not, they're not taking a mat. Even if they finish a seed lower at six, they're not taking a, a, a step back. They're still going to win, you know, 47 to 49 games, somewhere in that range. Yeah. I have them, I have them dropping tone. And the reason why I got them dropping is because you a hater. No, it's not because <laughs> I'm a hater, but because I think that the Eastern conference has gotten so much tougher 
in the last couple of years, and it's gotten so much better. So I do have them dropping it, and I have a surprise for you, Tone. I think Cleveland may be a top five seed next year. And the reason why I look at the Cleveland Cavaliers is because I think Darius Garland's going to be better. I think that they have their franchise player in both Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. I think that that front court is a lot better. I think I think Bickerstaff has done a great job with that coaching staff. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. I think Cleveland could be a top five seed. So is Toronto. And I think that they're bigger than Toronto. Not only are they bigger than Toronto. Shua's coming back. He looks good. Mm -hmm. My boy Coloco. Coloco is going to lead the league in blocks. Don't don't forget about your boy Bush. Don't forget about your boy Boucher. Boucher. Yeah, Boucher got paid. He also <laughs> looks bigger. Or, or who we could blow blow no, him or, over. Or you too. Seen him. He you put some beef on. Has has, has he yeah, beefed up? Yeah. Uh oh, he's he beefed been, up he's a little eating, bit. He's been eating mad poutine. Uh -huh. That's poutine for those outside of Quebec, uh, uh -huh. which is fries with gravy and cheese curds. It's delicious. He's been he's been balking up, man. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Cleveland's going to be a lot better well, this year. We'll get to Cleveland in a minute. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Jumping the gun. Okay, Jay, talk about the Bulls. I personally have big love for the Bulls, um, and hopefully Lonzo will be there. But I don't know. What, what are you thinking? The thing about the Bulls, man, is they could be right where they are like a five, six seed, but they could also be a top three seed with barring any health issues because DeMar DeRozan held that team together with glue and tape, and they were a top three seed when he was doing that. It just yeah. after the All-Star break, he just ran out of gas, and they couldn't he, he couldn't hold it together. If these guys can stay healthy, they're one of the best defensive teams in the game. I think that they're one of the best offensive teams in the game. I think DeMar DeRozan is the best two-guard in the game. And I hear a lot of people talk about Devin Bookervis and Donovan Mitchell. I think DeMar DeRozan is the best two-guard two in the game. He's the master of the mid-range. He's one of the best transition players. And he proved last year that he could throw this team on his back and not throw, not just throw this team on his back. If they, if they stayed healthy, they could have been a top three seed. So... I'm barring any, barring any health issues. I think that the Bulls could be right where they are, like a four or five seed. So, uh, listen, I I apologize for laughing as you were talking because I wasn't laughing at what you're saying. It's my own fault for looking down at the chat as you were talking. And Taz, welcome, welcome to Fluent and Chill, who says I got tired of hearing Ticket yell on Player's Choice, so I came over to watch Fluent and Chill. Thanks for joining us, Taz. Um, We'll take it. <laughs> Sorry, I got me off guard. So I'm of the complete opposite uh, in the sense that I agree with what he's saying in terms of, um, you know, you know, DeMar DeRozan is, you know, all that stuff you said was correct. My gut tells me they're going to take a step back and they're going to be in the play-in. I just, I just feel like the Bulls had a really, they had a great start to the season. And I know there was COVID and injuries and all this stuff that derailed them. And then they drop like a stone. I feel that's what I'm going to see from them this year. Again? Just, yeah, but, I just. But, I, but three, all three of their like best players were injured. I, I, I know. It just, I just, yeah. I don't. I've know. heard a lot of people share that opinion. I'm. DeRozan, I have a little listen, hope DeRozan, in my heart, but listen, is DeRozan more the guy that we saw last year who was in the MVP conversation, or more like a really good shooting guard that we saw for the other 10 years? I'm, I'm breaking everything. I hit my mic. I slammed my wall. I'm having problems. Um, right. And I just think he's, DeMar's great. I just think DeMar's now kind of on the other side. And so I don't expect DeMar to play MVP caliber ball again. Uh, Zach Levine got paid. I don't think I'm going to see an inspired Zach Levine. 
I told you, give me a team of 10 guys on in a contract year over guys who just got paid. My team will win every single game. Well, wait a minute, though, Tone. When when you talk about getting paid, this is not the NFL, Tone. Guys I know. I, I, know. I know. I know it's not. I know it's not. Way back. Right. Guys don't get paid and then kick their feet up. In fact, when guys get paid well, in, guys the, in the, the NFL, game, shouldn't do that because it's not guaranteed. The guys in the well, NBA can because it is. Well, not only that, but when guys get paid in the NBA, what they do is they up their game because I got to prove that I was worth this contract that they paid me. So when I look at a guy like Zach Levine, you know, he missed 20 games last year. I, I think Zach Levine, I, I think Zach Levine is looking to play the entire season and to be as solid as he as, and to be solid. I, I feel like mm -hmm. a healthy paid Zach Levine is going to have a conflict with a MVP conversation to Mar DeRozan. And I feel it's going to be like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum in the first half of the Celtics last season. Mm. They're going to be jockeying for position. And I don't mm -hmm. like that. I don't, I don't like if that's going to, again, I could be totally wrong. This has nothing to do with any stats, yeah. any, you know, a good point. on paper. Yeah. Yes. You, what you said is a hundred percent. They could be top three. They could be five, six. I just have this play in vibe from them. Right. And I know, okay. I know I'm going to get, killed by uh, squeeze the streets who's gonna if he sees this clip on tiktok he's gonna kill me but i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry all right the infamous brooklyn nets fluence you said they're moving up for you a bit they're moving up they top they're they're gonna have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs they're not boston milwaukee good but they will challenge philadelphia for that three four that those two are gonna fight for that three four seed and i think it's actually we don't have these a lot I think there's going to be a little rivalry between, you know, the the now the Nets with Simmons and the Sixers with Harden. Oh, time, man. We're going to see some fire <laughs> out of these guys. I like it. I like it. And if they don't, I'm going to start it. If they don't, I'm going I'm, I'm to like bring a fake burner account, but then I'm going hey. to yeah. talk smack. Hold I'm I'm so down to start a fight. I'm, I, and I'm not yeah. a violent guy, but in this particular situation, I'm so down. I am so yeah. down to start a fight between these dudes. Yeah. Yes, I, I am. love it. That's I that want to see be that. a rivalry. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely down to see that. I think that I've said this to you guys already. I think we've seen the best of Brooklyn. So what you see now, I think that at some point KD is going to break down. I think that at some point Kyrie Irving is going to break down. And I think that they're going to be right where they are. I think that they're a play-in team. Six at best. But I think that I think six seed at best. But I think that we've seen the best of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving as a duo, even adding Ben Simmons. And I think that they're a playing team, six at best. But I think that they're a playing team. How how good is everyone's memory? Like on a scale of one to ten, would you say like your memory is really good? Okay, put this put this in your like memory banks, Haley, um, and Jay. and and everyone in the comments. Like write it down, take a picture. I was gonna bust my breast. Chris Tucker, write it down, take a picture. I don't give a um, The first game that Philly pays, plays Brooklyn, uh -huh. Ben Simmons is going to be all up in James Harden's business, right? Trying to strip the ball from him. And you're going to get one of those James Harden, you know, that old man push he does when you stand too close. And <laughs> get one of those. Put it in your memory banks. You're going to see it. And you're going to remember it and be okay. like, what was that, right again? And that's going to that's gonna entice. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get that going. Yeah. You guys, you guys. I like it. Love Let's it. Let's be realistic here, though, because remember when they had the Sixers Nets? It was like a huge, biggest sellout game last season. And Ben Simmons had just gotten traded. Harden had just gotten traded. And it was like one of the most disappointing, boring games ever. Because people kept getting hurt and blah, blah, blah. That, like, I think that's what the majority of the games that we're going to see the Nets play 
this next season are going to look like. I, if I could move the Nets to 13, I would because honestly, I don't expect very much. <laughs> Garbage. Trash. I don't expect oh. anything. Garbage. And I, I love KD. I love Kyrie. These are two players that I love, but <laughs> I just can't back it up. Bailey is like, you dudes are trash. Call wow. <laughs> it what it is. You dudes yeah, are garbage. I'm just over it. I'm hey, over hey, it. Bailey is throwing the nets in the trash bin. Garbage. <laughs> over. Call the Undertaker. Oh, yes, yes. All right. Atlanta Hawks. I've heard some interesting takes on this team now that it's a bit newer, a bit upgraded. Fluent, who uh, are they moving up or down for you? Nowhere. They're staying right there. They're staying, they're staying right there, just yeah, in the play-in. That's yeah, right there. Kind of that eight. DeJounte is not makes no difference really for you. Not not in at. the standings. They'll be a better team, okay. but they'll still yeah. be in that in that seven, eight, nine. I don't think they're nine, ten, but in that seven, eight kind of play-in, which I hate, by the way, uh play-in situation. I okay. do think that they're I think they're a play-in team, Haley. I think that they're in the set, I think they're in the eight nines, eight, nine spot, specifically because their franchise player in Trey Young, and now that they've gotten DeJounte Murray, who, you know, I think DeJounte is good playing off the ball, but I think that the Eastern Conference has gotten so much better, and I don't think DeJounte yeah. Murray is enough to push them ahead of where they already are. And I, I'm a big John. Would you have DeJounte Murray run the point? I know Trey racks mm-hmm. up a ton of assists, but he Trey is a better shooter. No, that's the other game, way around. No, you're gonna screw them all up. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll screw Trey up if you take him off the basketball. I thought that that's was a game. weird signing or trade, whatever. Yeah. However, like that where works. he'll fit in. How does it? Yeah. Work? yeah. Well, the thing about Dejounte is he played in San Antonio where the offense is very much like in Golden State, and he played off the ball, mm-hmm. so he can do that. And add that mm-hmm. to the fact that he can play with the ball too, just like Trey can play off the ball sometimes. Trey is not. Even though Trey, as ball dominant as Trey is, Trey can play off the ball sometime, but Trey needs the ball in his hands more than DeJounte yeah. does. And I think that, that that dynamic, I just haven't seen enough of it, and I haven't seen enough of DeJounte Murray to make me believe that those two guys are going to be enough to catapult the Atlanta Hawks into, the, into a top five seed or into a legit playoff team. Just So just for timing, just for timing, I'm going to jump in and say, because we got to do the West. Yeah. I would say yeah. between... We already talked about Cleveland. So Charlotte, New York, Washington, Indiana, Detroit, Orlando. If you could pick one team that might jump up and one team, if possible, how far down could they drop? Um, who, 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 what's the one that you would pick that, that, would, that could jump up? Or, yeah, I guess they can drop. I don't know. Could they drop any worse? Like, probably not. I think Detroit's a lot better this season, Tone. I think Kay Cunningham comes back better. I think uh, – I think Sadiq Bay. I think he's going to be better. I'm. Not, I don't think that they're a playoff team, but I do think that they improve. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I, I, and I, I mean, Charlotte, honestly, without any, I mean, they have Lamelo, and that's about it. I don't. I think they're going to keep dropping too. How could he be such a great player and such a horrible GM? <sighs> <sighs> All right. Bad. So the, I, I got no faith in any of those teams. To the West. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's going to be a little mm-hmm. shaky. All right. Let's start off with the last season's frauds, the Phoenix Suns. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were. They, they were, Haley. H. Oh, Boogie. Right. Oh, one, one more time for the people. I had, I had Phoenix in the finals. 
for them to go to pieces yep. like that against Dallas, I'm out. I, I, I oh told y'all. God. I did, I did, but no one believes mm. me. Oh uh, no, they <laughs> – well, and now with Chris Paul getting older, did, did that rock their confidence? Jay, are they going to take a step back? I don't think that they take a step back. I think that they have a lot to prove. I think Monty Williams got out coached, and I think that mm. they want to redeem themselves. I think that they have an issue with – I think they have an issue with Aiton. And I don't think that he might, I don't think he's going to be there the entire season. I do think that they're going to move off of him, but I still think that Phoenix is a top two seed in the West. Okay. Um, so this segment is actually supposed to be, I know we're doing up and down. It was supposed to be called step back. Um, and I think you can equate Phoenix to that first time you saw James Harden take like three steps back before he shot a three. <laughs> remember that and you thought it was a travel but probably was but they didn't call it it was that's phoenix yeah. that's phoenix steve phoenix yeah. is gonna be like whoop, whoop, whoop. out of the top four they might be a playing team they might mm. be a playing Whoa, team. oh that's bold they might be a playing team but i like it i like it all right I, I just i have no faith in phoenix you know how i feel about aiden i've said it since his rookie year you know i don't like aiden chris mm-hmm. paul listen Love everything that he's done. He's a year older. Book is just listen. Okay, books, books, books a bucket, but it's just I don't. Yeah. I just they don't have you. You said it. They got out coached, and when you get out coached, yeah. what's in the back of every player's mind? We got out coached, and now I don't listen to my coach anymore. If I don't yeah. listen to my coach anymore, yeah, and oh, you didn't want me, and then you kind of got forced into taking me, and the only reason you signed me is because I signed an offer sheet with somebody else. Like, there's so many issues here, and people forget about this mental thing. Oh, they'll get through it. No, they won't, because guess what? It's the West. Look at the rest of the teams we're about to talk about. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. They, 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 their window. People just think, oh, they made it to the finals, and oh, they, you know, had the best seat. It doesn't go like this. It goes, you're, they're dropping off that cliff. Yeah, so I, a segment I, I would like to do, I think maybe next next week, is we should do, like, NBA teams in the next five years and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Are they going to take a step forward, step back? But, okay, like uh, Grizzlies, I totally forgot they were they made it to the 2C. They had a great season with and without Jaw. Uh, Fluent, where do you see them next season? So You love the Grizzlies. You're a big I, Grizzlies I fan. love, love, love the Grizzlies. I love their roster. Yeah. I, I told you, John Morant, him and Giannis are the two guys I will pay money to watch anytime. Um, they take a small step back in the standings. Like maybe I have them at the three seed, so not re- minor, but I think they're a better team in the playoffs. I think they learned a lot from that playoff series, what it takes to win. And please, 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 for the love of God, John Morant, have your fun in the summer, but work on a little baby jumper. And so you don't have to go crazy at the rim for crazy layups. Yeah. Yeah. Pull yeah, up because yeah. you've got the pull up and hit that bait and a game's over and you win that game instead of going crazy left hand and missing. Please, for the love of God, you'll be unstoppable because people can't just lay off you. Please do that. Thank you. Well, how you feel, Tone? How you feel about Phoenix? I Uh-oh. feel the same way. I feel the same way about Memphis. I think that they mm. them. I think that they were Atlanta. I think just like I think that they were from from two years ago. I think that they're not sneaking up on anybody. Um, I think that the young team that they have, I think that they're really good. But when I look at the dynamic of the rest of the teams in the Western Conference, I watched them play against that Minnesota team who had them in the chokehold three of the four games that they played them, and they should have smoked them in round one in five games, but that coach got out coached. I think Memphis mm-hmm. takes a step back. I think that they might be a top five seed 
maybe. Wow. Okay. Sheesh. Don't let Jaw hear that or he'll tweet you. <laughs> tweet at you, Jay. <laughs> Um, in the words of my man, if Kevin Durant Durant don't have the cojones to come after me for saying he's not a superstar, none of them guys are gonna say nothing. (laughs) In the words of my man, Big Daddy Kane, come get some, you little bomb. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's that's a tweet you need to send right now. Okay, Big Daddy, Uh, that's big, not little. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, so Luca and the Dallas Mavericks, and this is minus... Uh, so so um, you're just going to skip over your crew, huh? You're just going to skip over the words? Your crew doesn't like, exist. Okay. Is that what's going on around here? They, 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 not not just your crew, not just your crew, Haley, the world champion Golden State Warriors. Something, about, something about the three seeds. We don't like what? the three I know. Seeds. I'm like, I can't <laughs> see that line. It's just totally blank. All right, we got to talk about the dubs. And sure. Jay, I, I'm curious, be, and be brutally honest, I'm, I'm good, but where are they going to be next season? I think that the road to the NBA championship goes through Golden State. I think that they're at the top of the Western Conference. I think it's them and Phoenix at the one-two spot. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that with the group that they got and the young guys that they got coming back, anybody that calls the general manager for the Golden State Warriors and inquires about both Kaminga and Wiseman is getting hung up on. I'm not interested Mm -hmm. at all because that team is built not only to win now, but they're set up for the future. And they got guys like Draymond Green. They got guys like Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson, who can – catapult those guys into the future so i think the, the road to the nba championship or at least to the nba finals in the western conference goes through golden state i think they're top two seed in the west okay i like it fluent to be the man you gotta beat the man that's, the <laughs> that's just the way it is man you're bringing <laughs> Wiseman into this mix you yeah. turned andrew wiggins you turned Andrew Wiggins into a guy who can drop 20 Animal. and be up your best defender. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the all-defensive team this year. About Tom! It might not be first mm-hmm. team, but he will be mm-hmm. on the all-defensive team this year because yeah. he has finally found a role, found a team that can just be like, dude, just do this. About right? Tom. We came in as the first overall pick. We want him to be you know, the next Jordan, the next LeBron, the next whatever. It's not who he is. That's not his mentality. That's not his makeup, right? He was more like Vince Carter than, you know, Michael Jordan in terms of mentality, mm-hmm. right? And so here's this place where, hey, score when you want to, because we got that, but we need you to play deep. We need you to get in the passing lanes. We need you to use your length. We need you to be that guy when someone else is, you know, and he's like, cool, I can do that. I like mm-hmm. I like that role. The spotlight's not on me. Man. As long as he's not like <laughs> Travis, yes, Maple Jordan, um, <laughs> he's he is going to be an all defensive player, and I think he's going to pick up that slack because look, Draymond is getting a little, but Draymond's still going to do what Draymond does, right? He's going to get his triple single, he's going to lead the offense, he's going to you know be loud and get the team going and fired up, and it's going to be like, but instead of hey Dre, let's put you on the best player, it's hey Wiggs, let's put you on the best player. Oh, and by the way, if he does happen to beat you by chance, yeah, Wiseman's got your back. Like this team is so built to like just grow because they've got the they've got the core of Curry, Clay, and Dre, but then they've got the young. I mean, still consider Wiggins young of Wiggins, Poole, um, and I think and Wiseman and others. It's just it's such a good makeup, and they're and they've now built a culture. When you are in a culture where you're expected to win. And, and it's not about egos. It's about passing and movement. And we don't care who's the top scorer. We don't care who has the most shots, right? Like that's why KD was so easy to come into that kind of team and just accepted 
it's they have that mentality and it starts because it's it's always the mentality of your best player and curry will be like yeah i'll step back cool you'll be the star okay uh, here let me do that let me take here let me score you do that like the whole team is built that way it's just it's just like losing if you go into a losing culture where they just expect Mm -hmm. to lose guess what happens everybody you become you become the kings and you stink right this team is is just yeah they're your one and let look there might be a surprise team that catapults to the top of the standings because the warriors are smart too they're not going to kill themselves to be the number one seed they don't need to be one two three they're happy i just expect them to probably be the number two seed how many more years you think dre got tom uh in league five kind of with the warriors with what like starting two. yeah that's what i was thinking i think he got two more years at this level before he starts slowing down yeah yeah even oh, yeah, this we year, even say, I mean, we didn't even say Looney. Like, there's so many players on this yeah. team that can do it, right? Uh, Rocco Krat, he said, do you think Wiseman starts eventually? And honestly, absolutely. I think that's their uh, end game for sure. But, I mean, they're going to ease him in. We don't want to lose him too early on or overwhelm him. I think they'll integrate him a bit slowly. Um, but And Looney earned his flowers, so, I mean, they're not going to just rip away that. No, I think, spot, I think Wiseman but... kind of takes the, the power forward role from – uh, sorry, Wise- yeah, Wiseman takes the power forward role from Dre after a year, you know, when we kind of say when he starts to to drop off a little bit more. Yeah, I actually yeah. think that, that I think that's Kaminga's job. Oh, you think that's Kaminga? Yeah, Kaminga? that's what I thought. He's kind of a baby Dre. Yeah, I think that's Kaminga's job. Yeah, I mean, Wiseman's a center, obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, you know, obviously in today's so. NBA. Yeah. Yeah, Anything I don't know. Possible. He has to put on some pounds for sure. But okay, Kat, enough Kat, of the dogs. Cat was oh. a center too, but we'll get to him. That's good. Yeah. Um, Dallas Mavs, uh, Luca minus Brunson equals step back. Oh. Oh. oh, me first. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to get killed for this. No, I, you're not. I no, hate, you're not. I hate, Dal- I hate Dallas's roster last year. I hate it even more this year. Yeah. I, I think they drop out of the top four. I think that Mark Cuban should be slapped upside the head for what he's allowing to happen to that team that has one of the premier players in the league, and they're 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 wasting him. They're wasting him. He came into the league ready. He was a pro already for like years in Europe. He came in. We're not, this is the best we're gonna see. Luca's not getting better. This is what we're gonna see from Luca. Phenomenal. Get the man some help. Nobody in this league. Right, the exception is without another star player. You need to have a team around him, and they. And if I was Luca, I'd be pissed. I'm gonna keep this short and sweet, Haley. I think they're a playing team. Okay. I think uh, they're a playing team. Yeah. That's yeah, not I mean, ridiculous. They that's not ridiculous to say that. I know they're taking and, away and, kind and, of and, all and, second and hand. I'm sure I have to explain myself, but really quickly, I think they're a playing team. The last three seasons that Luca's been on his roster, they have been a four, they have been a five, six seed. So at best, they're a mid, they're in the middle of the Western Conference in the regular season. So now you take Brunson, that's almost 20 a game off your roster. And who are you replacing them with? And Luca's responsible for so much more of that offense. I think that they're a playing team. I, I listen, I don't want to jump too ahead of ourselves, but um, I, even though Phoenix is dropping, Phoenix is still better. Memphis is better. Golden State yeah. is better. Um, uh, Denver is now with Jamal Murray back is better. That's four. Uh, Minnesota is cool. better. That's five. The Clippers are better. That's six. Where does that leave Dallas? Seven or at eight? At least seven. Right? Yeah. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, I didn't even yeah, mention Utah. Have, well, well, Utah's probably yeah. – no, we'll get to them yeah. in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Jay, yeah, take us away on uh, on Utah. I mean, what can we expect from them? 
I think Utah's a lottery team. I don't think Utah's very good this season. I think that they just drop oh. out. They don't drop out of the play-in tournament. I think that they're a lottery team. To lose, to lose Rudy Gobert and to lose yeah. the guys that they've lost, I think that the Western Conference is stacked. I think that there's a reason why Danny Ainge is doing what he's doing. Utah is not a destination city. We got to build it through the draft, and I think I think Danny Ainge is collecting as many draft picks as he possibly can, simply because that's the way that team is going to be built. That's why he's going to move eventually move off of Donovan Mitchell. He's just not. He just hasn't gotten the deal yet that he wants. But ultimately, he's going to do that, and they're going to build that thing through the draft, and it's going to take some time. And in the meantime, the Utah Jazz are going to be—I think that they're going to be at, not at the, not at the worst team in the West, but I think that they're going to be at the bottom of the Western Conference. Oh, you scared? Okay. You scared? You're scared? You're scared? I'm not scared. Uh, you, Donovan Mitchell, will not start the season in Utah, and they will finish last in the Western Conference this year. He won't start. Team. They're going to be the. He won't start the season in Utah. Oh. He will be traded before the season starts. Donovan Mitchell, oh. um, and Utah will finish last behind OKC, behind Houston, behind behind Sacramento. Yeah. Utah. Utah will be looking for the first pick in next year's draft. Okay. I'm not sure I could even name all the starters now that if Donovan left, like who would even? How would that team function? I just don't mm-hmm. know. Would be worth. Joe Inglis. I don't know. Oh, he's, but he's, just he's, coming not, he's not even yeah. on that team anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he I don't even know. I can't name. Can you him. name? Can you name Royce, any? Royce, Royce O'Neal is now in Brooklyn. I'm good, yeah, Tony. He's not there. Can you yeah, name any Utah starters other than Donovan Mitchell? Is there a Brogdon or a Bogdanovich on that? Bogdanovich, team? yes. Bogdanovich. Is, think... is, is, he's a, he's still a starter, and um, I think they can't. I think they. They they talked about bringing Mike Conley back. I don't think he's still there. But I was gonna say, what about um, Mike Conley? That's yeah. Mike Conley was gonna be the only other one. Yeah. I think yeah, Utah's fine. at the bottom of the West. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're the biggest. They're the they're the heaviest stone in the pond. Yes, <laughs> all the teams. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, fluent. Uh, Jokic in Denver. How are they gonna perform next season? Uh. Are they going to be in, stuck in their little curse? They're, 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 I, I think they're right. They're right where they are. Five six. They'll be better. Yeah. I, I really like Jamal Murray, so they're going to be better. But again, yeah. the West is so like we. There's teams we're going to get to. There's teams we haven't even talked about yet that have gotten a lot better and healthier. Um, so yeah, I think five six is fair. If they can if they can stay out of the plan, they'll be very happy. I think Denver's okay. a top three seed in the West. Once you get MPJ back, I think wow. help. I think help is going to be not only are they a top three seed in the West. I think that we might see, since Larry Bird, we could very well see a three straight league MVP in Joker. I said it and I'm standing on it. I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at this team in Denver. I think that they're a top three seed in the West. I think Jamal Murray's gonna come back super sharp. If MPJ could stay healthy, I think he's mm-hmm. basically a bigger version of Reggie Miller. And with Joker being the playmaker that he is and being the defensive anchor, even though he's not Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid in terms of defense, but Joker is a solid defender and he's one of the best rebounders in the game. I think Denver is a top three seed in the West. Wow. Okay. I like it. Um, JT Wolves, they're a seven seed. Are they going to take a step back? I don't think, I think they take a step forward. I think they're top five seed in the West with getting, uh, Rudy Gobert on their roster, I think that he's going to make life so much better for Cat. Now, Cat could actually move to his natural position, which is the four, which is going to make him even better offensively mm-hmm. and defensively. Think Tyson Chandler, Dirk Nowitzki, when you think about those two guys. That's what I'm thinking about when I see them. I think Anthony Edwards is going to be better. I think that the catalyst to this group 
is going to be D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell comes back better, and I think he catapults them to a top five seed. Okay. Uh, wow. Um, he listen. We've had this conversation before. Jay is higher on on Minnesota and that Gobert cat pairing than I am. I think um, they're going to be in, in the plane again. Um, I think that's seven, eight seed. They should get very comfortable right there because that's where they're that's where they're going to stay. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pairing of Gobert and Cat in today's NBA that has gotten smaller and faster. And just like I know, Cat listen, Cat can shoot, but they're just they're not that far ahead of the curve that they're like, wow, the twin tower kind of connection that makes. No, that that might come right. We've seen the last few MVPs have all been big men and more skilled big men, and more. They might just be too ahead of the, that curve where teams are going to go big, and you know, just imagine a team where you know the the typical small forward is running the five, right? They're not going to be able to go bear and go bear. We've seen when he gets switched off to guard on the perimeter, gets eaten alive and it's every playoffs that's what they do pick pick and roll guys people forget jay do you know the number what percentage of times the nba teams play pick go run the pick and roll uh at least 95 percent of the time it's not that it's 70 percent it it feels like 95 (laughs) but 70 yeah and and on gobert you're right though when gobert's there they're going to run it 90% of the time because that's what they yeah. want. You get him out of the blocks where he can't do what he does, which is block shots, and get him in a pick in a pick and roll, they, they, he's toasted. Now, just imagine you got Cat and Gobert guarding, and they're going to run a pick and roll. They're going to get smoked. So it's just, it's yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's going to work. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just don't think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how many times are we going to say D'Angelo Russell? Let's get D'Angelo waiting on D'Angelo Russell. That's who we're going to rely on to get that team going. I don't like it. I think that's why they made the playoffs last year because D'Angelo Russell did play better. He was the guy that I was thinking about. If they could get him healthy, which they did, he was a catalyst for them making the playoffs last year. Now, how far they go in the playoffs, that's up to him. Yeah, I feel like he could even pull like almost a Wiggins. Like if he really tried and he got that spark, I, I think he can light a fire under them. Um, but I agree with you, Poulin. I, I don't like the cat and Gobert duo, but I just don't really like Gobert. And, and they gave um, up okay. so much. Like they gave up. Yeah, so it was ridiculous. Much. Was that was crazy. Why are we? Why crazy. are we still stuck on what they gave up? <laughs> Again, guys, if this Minnesota team is going to be a top five seed, that. That first round pick, that's the number 19 pick. And then next year, they're another yeah. top five, top that number. That, that's going to be the 17th or the 18th pick. We ain't tripping on those. And what Danny Ainge is going to do is Danny Ainge is going to flip those picks. It's not like they gave up lottery picks for him. They didn't do that. No, absolutely not. I don't know. I don't understand why you guys are wrapped up at one. I think it's a top 15. But it's there. I don't know. It's, it, but we'll talk about that because I actually – want to get more into like different okay. duos yeah, yeah. um in another day uh let's finish this list off though because it is getting late new orleans yeah. jay i think going that up new orleans, down? I, I think that they are right around where they are seven eight i think that they're a play-in team i think that they have a really good young group so they're one of the better okay. young groups i put them in the same category with boston memphis in terms of mm-hmm. a young group i like what they have i like it um listen i i, I like what they're doing again they're going to surprise some people. Um, I think, I think, I think, are we going to see a healthy, are we going to see a healthy Zion? Yes, we are. Are we going to see a healthy Zion? 
That's right. Uh, I think so. Here's here's the downside. Um, all the teams that are above them, with the exception of Utah, are still better than they are. So that puts them at seven. Mm-hmm. And there's two other teams that I think are going to jump up. So mm-hmm. they're they're just they're a play-in team. They're they're going to be one of the most exciting playoff teams to watch yeah. and a good young team, but they're mm-hmm. still going to yeah. be, unfortunately, look, they, they might even, mm, I don't want to say miss the plan, but they're going to be in that nine, 10. Yeah. You know, they were let's let's make sure we don't fall to 11 yeah. situation. Yeah. And, and it's too bad. And it's just because the West is deep. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also young. Like you said, Jay, it's such a young core that they have so many years to come. I mm-hmm. can't wait to see them if they can stay together. Uh, Clippers. I'm so excited for them to come back, hopefully all healthy and can remain healthy with that being the case. Lewin, I know you're, you, you love the, well, do you? I don't know why. Cause you're a Laker fan, but San Diego paperclips. <laughs> you think I like the San Diego paperclips? <laughs> have you seen my Clippers. jersey? Have you seen my championship ball? Heck, I got a LeBron James poster up just because it's in a Laker uniform. You crazy. Kawhi. All right. So let me let me put my bias aside. So the 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 fan in me says Clippers dead last. Uh, The analyst says um, this is going to be a top four team. They will host a. They will host a uh, a playoff series. So, mm-hmm. do I have them ahead of Golden State? No. Um, they they might be that. Remember, I said there might be some crazy surprise team that takes over the number mm-hmm. one spot. Yeah, it might be the Clippers. I, I have them three, but they have all the potential in the world to be that one seed. I have them okay. at four, Tone. I don't okay. think they. Better. I have them at four. I think that if Leonard can stay healthy, I think if Paul George can stay healthy for the majority of the season. I think that they're a top four seed. Yeah. Well, just think about it. They made the play play-in without Kawhi and Paul George for like seven games, yeah. right? So now I think you're going to have Paul George for the full season. Mm-hmm. I believe that someone in LA is smart enough to fly to Toronto and steal the trainer's book about how to load manage Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And he's going to play 65 games. And that there's no reason why They're this team shouldn't have a great uh, because yeah. that whole team, as long as again, I say this a lot, but it's true. If they can figure out, okay, we did this without these two guys, mm-hmm. where can we put those two guys in who are stars and going to take a lot of shots and going to have the ball? How do we fit mm-hmm. everybody else into the roles now that we've seen what they can do without them? And will they accept those roles? Like, mm-hmm. will am I okay going from a starter to the bench knowing that, well, I'm being replaced by Kawhi Leonard, right? Like, okay, fine. Let me see. Am I smart enough as a player? This is super basketball IQ, right? Am I smart enough as a player to know if I step back, lose some of my responsibilities from last year, but do those other things even better because we have a chance as a championship, they're golden. If, however, they pull a Patrick Beverly and are like, this guy doesn't come on the team plane and how come he gets to take days off? I hate this stuff. Then they're screwed. So as long as they have that yeah. right attitude, they're they're dangerous. Right. For sure, for sure. Uh, Jay Spurs, are they taking a step? The, 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 the way Tone feels about Utah, that's how I feel about San Antonio. They're at the bottom of the – I'm not even going to get into yeah. any specifics. They yeah. go to the bottom of the – they are – what, what do you yeah. call Utah, Tone? It's the, the, the biggest stone? Biggest stone that's in who, the pond. That's, <laughs> that's who San Antonio is. They go yeah. to the bottom of the Western Conference. As my boys, oh, uh, As my boys from the far side used to say, Drop. Yep. Off the that, though, time. real quick, how many more years does Pop have? Do you think? Because he's up there. He's getting Last old. Last one. 
I was going to give him it? two. I was going two. I was two as far as I, I was going. I have a feeling. I have like a gut feeling. I had it today. I was listening to something, and I was like, I think this is it. So, this season coming up. You want you want it. Yeah. You want the bold prediction. Here's the bold prediction. You ready? You listening? Yeah. This off season. Pop and Bill Belichick will both retire. Done. Whoa! After this season, Done. both they both. So we so we see the end of an era. But both Pop both. and Belichick. They both we are going to have a huge kind of the two of the greatest coaches of all time wow. in their respective sports. Same summer. Damn. Well, I guess yeah. Same summer. All right. Same year. I guess same year. Twenty twenty three. Okay. okay. Like AJ, you're like I'm out. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Done enough. Okay. All right, Fluent. Uh, let's just do this. Honestly, the rest of the teams after the – I mean, there's some good stuff. But Lakers, let's touch on them really quick. They're quite big question mark. How do you feel about them? Number two seed, baby. That's crazy. I think – I, I, I think he's not ridiculous to That's say. so ridiculous to say that. that. Oh, my goodness. That's nuts to say that right there. But you I do think deluded. that – I think that the Lakers are a top six team. I do think that. I think that they're a six, seven seed. Okay. I think okay. that they I think that they'll be better. Like we forget a healthy Anthony Davis and LeBron James. The last time we saw them healthy, won a championship. They don't. You keep stay. talking about them being healthy, Tone. When you refer to Anthony Davis as day to day, he is day to day. That's what you refer to him as. Tone, you've made that crystal clear to us. Yeah. So they're going to load manage. You talk about Clippers load managing. What do you think yeah. that they're going to do with Anthony Davis? How many games do you think we're going to get out of Anthony Davis just this season alone? How many do you think 20? we're going to get, Tone? Out of Davis, we're going to get 63 games. No way. 63 games. Okay. And, and we're going to get, and we're gonna get 60. Wait, listen, I'll be honest. We're going to get 60 games. We're going to get 60 games out of both LeBron and Davis. They're both, yeah, both going to play LeBron 60 will play on 55 purpose. and AD will play five. No, 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 no. 60 <laughs> each. <laughs> funny person. Um, <laughs> 60 each. That's a combined 120. Oh, um, and it'll be on purpose. And, you know, they're going to go like, you know, 45 and 15 with them um, in the lineup. And they'll win another, I don't know, 10 games. So they're, they're going to be they're five games. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Five, six seed. They're going to have 48 to 50 wins. Five, six seed realistically. Okay. They're saving themselves for the playoffs. Um, Paz, he's been in the chat all day, but he says, uh, I'm out. Have a good night. And so, yeah. Just good to see you, Taz. Good, night, Taz. good to see you, brother. By. Yeah. You know, in high school, that was one of my many nicknames was Taz. Taz. Yeah, like the Tasmanian devil. Like on my basketball hat, like we all got hats. Like mm -hmm. the, the back of it, it said Taz. Mm -hmm. um, because like I had this like crazy spin move that I did a lot. Like I, like Pascal Siakam, no one could stop it. But it was ugly. But it's because of this. It was Lon. Who is Lon and, and LD? Um, you are a better Taz. host. You are a better host than uh, LaRon. And I think you meant what? JD from Player's Choice. No way. JD's a goat of host, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and I love Ron, too. <laughs> JD's weak. JD's weak. He's but a terrible host. It. He's a good producer. He's a good producer. He's not a good host. He is. He is. He is. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we want to touch on Portland or I, I guess OKC might be one think, that, but I think they're all going to stay kind of. Right? I think Portland I moves up a little bit. The I rest do. of them stink. Rockets, I think Portland. Is, I think Portland's a playing team. I do. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm over. I am over 
Sacramento. You know how you like how you are, Haley, with Brooklyn. That's how I am with Sacramento. I'm tired of talking about them yeah. every year that they're gonna. No, I'm out on Sacramento. Yeah. Don't talk to me yeah. about Sacramento. I'm good. I'm I'm out on Sacramento. Even though I'm a huge De'Aaron Fox fan, I'm out on Sacramento. I'm good. Yeah, I'm there with you. Um, all right, let's do. We're not, we're gonna save. We uh, have the NBA build a draft but we're going to save that for thursday i'd okay. like to spend a lot of time oh, on that i think that'll be fun the nfl draft the nfl draft's actually fast i know but i per, i have some stuff i have to get to tonight oh. if you guys want to keep on i just want to i'm sorry no problem no problem sorry. No, just, no problem. Kind of some family yeah. stuff going on yep. but no problem, it's a good um, thing we didn't tell anybody what was on the episode today so they don't even know what yeah <laughs> i'm yeah well i so didn't think thursday this would take so long, thursday let's tell everybody it. so thursday we're gonna do an nfl we're going to try and build the best offensive team. Okay, so we're each each of us is going to get a pick. We're going to get a quarterback, a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end. And we're going to have the chat vote on which team would be the most dangerous, assuming they all have the same offensive line yep. right? and, and, yeah. and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yep. Is this all time or just like in the No, we're going to do this upcoming season. Yep. Oh, ooh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been seeing Yuda Sports. I don't know. Have you guys everybody heard of Yuda Sports? <laughs> yes, yes. That's the so for those in the chat, um, that's a new company I'm working for. Sports betting. So it's been like it's a learning experience because yeah. I'm not a big better and I'm too emotionally invested. And I told them that, um, but they've been super patient and it's been a, just good on so many levels learning how to be multi-managing different accounts and certain things like that so it's been a lot of fun so you mm -hmm. guys should go follow you to sports if you're into sports betting and halftime and halftime Haley, right and halftime Haley, because that's my normal basketball account so mostly talk about oh, you the Warriors, can tell, but... you, tell me about you to sports is there like people who like uh make picks and stuff like maybe they should come on and be guests on crunching the numbers and make some picks yeah well that's me me and dan are going to be we're the basically kind of like the face of you to um the personalities, I guess, of Yuta, but they liked me because I'm new to sports betting. So they want, you know, as I learn, they want people to kind of come along that journey with me versus Dan. He's like my partner. He's a lot more, uh, he knows what he's doing. He knows the ins and outs. So well, here I'm saying <laughs> he might on, be down to come on here. Cool. I, yeah. I'm saying it on air. You guys are, have an open invitation uh, to Thank uh, you. crunching the, crunching the numbers. Thank you. Yeah, that actually might be really cool. That that's I a good know. idea. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah, it. Um, yeah. I, I, yes. Jay doesn't bet or do fantasy, so I can't, yeah. I can't hit him up for any advice. I'm the same way. I just I'm not good at it. I'm I just I don't like doing it. I don't like unknowns. So I'm just not good at it. H. That's it. I, 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 I'm yeah, just not that yeah. good at it. It's not that I don't. I, I'm just not good at it. So listen, yeah. the, the least experienced people. I'm telling you right now, pick the most Bad, beginners left. Yeah, I tell everyone. True. I told this story last week. I had the producer and the writer for the show that I was on, Dem Ones, the pilot that we did. Yep. Yeah. They know nothing about sports. We picked <laughs> all the preseason games. I only aired like five of the picks, but we picked all the preseason games. They only got two wrong out of Jeez. all the games <laughs> last week. And I told them a story wow. about a long, long, long time ago. Jay will remember this. Um, I played in a in a like a pick'em pool. Yeah. And you had to like mm -hmm. take off the teams and then fax it in. <laughs> okay. Wow. And yeah. So I was on my way. I was, I was going to, um, to Cancun. So, you know, I was very young. I was going to Cancun and this, this will also age me. So I called on the pay phone, those cell phones. I called my mom and I said, Hey, I left this piece of paper on my desk. I need you to make the picks for me. 
and like fax it to the number that's on the top of the piece of paper. Cause my plane's about to like, we're about to leave and I completely forgot about it. And you know, it's better you get one, right. You got a 50, 50 chance, right. Better you get one, right. than that. I don't even put it in. She got 13 games, right? All of them, Haley. No, there's there's 15 games. So she got two. She missed two games. of them. Like she only missed one or two. Oh, and I said, and I, and I asked her, I said, why did you pick this team over yeah. that team? And she'd be like, and I'm just making this part up, but she, she basically said stuff like this. She goes, well, you know, it was the Bears and the Eagles. <laughs> Right? And she liked eagle. one over the other. Because and the bears are bigger, they'd smack the eagle down with their claws and they win. Oh. No, exactly means- with that with that accent, the Greek accent to it. Tell me, tell me why. I said, wow. okay, well then there you go. Yeah. That's, 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 that's Get her on permanently. <laughs> yeah, beginner's luck is real. It's crazy. It yeah, is no real. Doubt. I just made a bet on the MMA fights this last Saturday. I like MMA because I did Taekwondo and martial arts for like 13 years so that's my thing but what's your belt um uh secondary black belt yeah i have it my son's a blue watch how you talk to her tone because you might have a problem watch how you talk watch how you talk to her because you might have a problem so watch out yep 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 um so anyways yeah but i had beginners luck. i i mean i did a lot of research and kind of knew the guys but it it landed so it's addicting like sports betting is addicting and i'm worried about that i'm like whoa i have to be careful here but um but all in all it's been a lot of fun and i'm learning a lot so no doubt yes yes but we have some good stuff we'll definitely hit that um nfl draft on thursday um as always you guys make sure to leave us comments get those likes up it helps us a lot um and we will be back Thursday with a lot of good stuff, um, as well as updates from any of the KD and all that situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, Jay. Take it light. We'll take it. Mm-hmm.